Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of InfoBlips. My name is John Hings, and I am the host of this podcast. Today's date is June the 23rd, 2020. If you'd like to contact me, please do so by email. My email address is infoblips at activist.com. That's infoblips, the at sign, activist.com. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Well, we have a lot to get into, so let's get started. I'm going to start first with a um, story I have not seen on the mainstream media. Uh, China on Sunday suspended imports of chicken from a processing plant run by Tyson Foods, saying that the employees at the plant were infected with COVID-19. The China's General Administration of Customers or Customs said all shipments from the plant that were on their way have already arrived and all others will be suspended. Tyson said the suspension affects the facility at the Springdale, Arkansas, where 227 people tested positive for the virus, but only four were asymptomatic. In a related COVID-19 story, uh, Brazil reports that the number of COVID-19 coronaviruses cases in the country passed 1 million. As of Sunday, there were more than 457,100 active cases in the country, while more than 575,200 people have recovered from the disease and some 50,659 people have died. Brazil has reported the second highest number of cases and deaths after the United States. And in a related COVID-19 uh, case the United States Navy said that I uh, said on Friday that they would not reinstate Captain Brett Cozier. You remember him? He was the uh, the, the commanding officer of the USS Theodore Roosevelt, um, and he was fired because of a letter that went public asking for help to assist with the COVID-19 that was breaking out on his ship. The Navy said that they will not reinstate him because the Navy investigation said that it revealed that the captain did not take timely, proper action himself to control the virus. Over 1,200 personnel on board the Roosevelt actually or eventually became infected and one died. Now, this is commentary, okay? This, to me, is ridiculous. The United States did not even issue any guidelines for this man to follow. Um, I don't understand why they expected him to do something that our national leadership did not do. And if that's the case, if you're firing him or not allowing him to return because he did not take time to prepare properly, then why are we still have a president that is in the White House that did not take time to prepare properly? Food for thought. And moving along to another story, the U.S. attorney says he will step down after learning Trump removed him from office. The United States uh, attorney for the Southern District of New York, Godfrey Berman, said Saturday evening that in a statement that he will be stepping down effective immediately. Mr. Berman made his decision after he received a letter from U.S. Attorney General William Barr, who informed him in that letter that President Donald Trump had removed him from his office as U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. So if you remember, I on my last podcast, I said that America is not being managed 
properly at all. And here is one of the stories. This is actual factual information, okay, of this situation with uh, Attorney Berman. Okay, so on Friday evening, Barr had released a statement saying Berman was resigning and Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Jay Clayton, remember that name, Jay Clayton would be nominated to replace him. And later that day, Berman responded with his own statement on Friday in which he said that he is not resigning and he had no plans on stepping down and his investigations would go on unabated. And that's why on Sunday, uh, Barr wrote uh, the letter stating that the president had removed him. Now, that's very interesting because when the president was asked about it, he stated that it was not his responsibility to do so, that attorney Barr would have to remove him. So you might ask, what does the office of the United States attorney for the Southern District of New York do? Well, he prosecuted Michael Cohen, number one. He was the president's former personal attorney, remember him? And he secured grand jury indictments against a pair of associates uh, of Donald Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. And it's also rumored that he was also investigating Rudy Giuliani. Now, this is commentary. This really stinks, okay? It really smells bad. The bottom line is, is that the attorney general is getting rid of a person who was investigating the president and the president's uh, attorneys for criminal acts. And now they had him uh, fired. Basically, Donald Trump had him fired. Donald Trump said he didn't fire him, but Barr said he could. And the only person that could remove him from Berman from office would be Donald Trump because he was appointed by and approved, I think, by the Congress. So speaking of President Trump, um, his rally, you know, the one in Tulsa, um, it was a big bust, basically. Uh, the Tulsa rally was bragged that by the Trump administration is going to be unprecedented crowd and that it was the first time actually that the coronavirus pandemic began since it began that this type of crowd was supposed to be together. Um, the crowd that he drew was actually less than 6,200. And one of the reasons why is because teenagers on TikTok and people prescribed to the K-pop channels bought the tickets. They actually bought tickets, all these kids, all these teenagers bought the tickets and they spoofed him. His people thought they were going to have this huge crowd when hundreds, if not thousands of the tickets were purchased by TikTok members. And I say to them, well done. Like I said, I have faith. I really have faith in the youth. They, they, they seem to know what's going on. And, and once again, this is just another incident where it's just not being managed right. I mean, his campaign people were, were tricked by teenagers on TikTok, which they are wonderful. My grandkids use TikTok and they probably were in on it. But you know, the thing is, is that they were fooled by TikTok and K-pop. And we're going to move to some international news. Um, the UK is really bad. An attack uh, in an English park which three people were stabbed to death 
and three others were injured is being investigated as a terroristic threat, the police said on Sunday. And my prayers and thoughts go out to the families of the people that were involved. Okay, in the Middle East, the International Atomic Energy Agency passed a resolution calling on Iran to provide its inspectors access to two sites to determine if they were used for undeclared nuclear activity in the early 2000s. And we're going to move back to the United States. Um, NASCAR, uh, NASCAR driver uh, Bubba Wallace had a noose placed in his garage uh, at Talladega uh, in the NASCAR racing complex. Now, the touching part about this is um, all of his teammates, all of the pit crew, and Richard Petty walked behind his car along with uh, all of them, all of his pit crew and everybody, um, stating that they had his back. The United States FBI is actually looking into it to see if they can find out how the news got there. Now look, if you guys are not familiar with NASCAR, I mean, I'm, I don't follow NASCAR, but I know how it started. Basically, NASCAR started from, and this is commentary, by the way, um, basically NASCAR started from a bunch of people running from the law. They were bootleggers and they were running from the law with their uh, moonshine. And so they would tune up their cars and they would beat the police, basically beat the feds. So what they used to do is go to the racetrack on Sunday and they would race their cars around the track. Well, that became NASCAR. And so basically uh, Wallace had had NASCAR remove the, or ask that the Confederate flag be not displayed at their events. That did not go over well with some, and some people are very upset. However, most of the people that was with him seemed to support him, and I'm very, very happy about that. And we're going to move to some information that I just received. Uh, a strong earthquake centered in the resort town of Haltarco uh, shook parts of southern and central Mexico on Tuesday, killing at least two people and injuring four others. The United States Geological Survey said that the quake hit at 1029 a.m. and had a magnitude of 7.4 at the center along the Pacific coast. 7.4 is a serious earthquake. They are reporting that some buildings had collapsed. I will keep you informed on the Info Blips Facebook page. So America has had about 30 days now of protests in the streets due to the murders of several black men at the hands of police officers. And um, it's been very peaceful, which I am very appreciative. People are saying, I have friends that went to a couple of marches stating that um, when they will do the civil resistance, like if they block a freeway or something, they tell everybody, the youth, to move and go to go home. They tell people who are elderly to go home. Um, and usually they don't do anything bad at all. There's been no violence at all. Um, I think that this is a chance for change. I think this is a chance for real change. But again, we have to be specific. I'll keep saying that because I have not heard anything specific about what we need to have done. Uh, we can't just leave it to the politicians uh, as we know that they have failed us. We can't just leave it to people who have no experience at running government because they will fail us no matter how well-meaning they are. 
As we watch this story unfold uh, or read the book, The Destruction of the United States Republic and the Deterioration of Our Democracy, we should be very concerned with what is happening here. And I'll try to paint a picture in upcoming podcasts of how the corruption is actually going on in Washington. The first three stories today was about corruption in Washington. And that's what's going to bring us down. That's what's going to bring us down is the corruption, the greed, in lack of a better word. Greed is going to make America a third world country. At least that's my opinion. However, I'm helpful. I mean, we have some really, really good people in America, some really phenomenal people in America. And I hope that this November, uh, we all come out and vote. Everybody come that's eligible to vote, vote. If you don't know if you're eligible, find out. We need everyone to come out and vote. And it will change. Things will change. Not just for the presidency. Vote for the district attorney. Vote for your mayors. Vote for your governments. The um, your governors. These are the people that affect your lives on a daily basis, and you need to have some say so in that for your community. So we have to stop just focusing on the national programs and look at locally, because I really believe that all politics is local. Anyway, that's it. That's all for me, you guys. Take care of yourselves. Um, I'll come back uh, for another podcast again this week. Uh, Take care, and as I always say, go out and make it a great life.